the Banowitz Podcast. Welcome back to the Banowitz Marketing Podcast. We're glad you're here. Today, I have a special guest. This is Jim. Hi, Jim. How are Hello. you? Hello. <laughs> good. I'm doing good. Uh, so your last name is Brocken, right? Brocken. Brocken. It's like rock on with a B. Brock perfect. On. Yeah. Perfect. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay. I'm from Forest City, Iowa. Okay. I was actually born here in Cedar Rapids. Then I moved to Whittier, about six years old, and went to Springville High School in grade school. And uh, But I'm in Forest City right now. I've been there for about 30 years. I'm a chiropractor, and I specialize in sports medicine. So that means I've traveled different professional teams. I was with the professional rodeo circuit for 16 years. Then 96, I joined the Olympic team. So I've been with them off and on, Very too. cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have something else that you do. Also, I'm also an actor. You're also an actor. And so you could you could say that I'm an actor, but I play a doctor in real life. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so and you're president of the Iowa Motion Picture Association, correct? That's correct. Yes, I've been with uh, Iowa Motion Picture Association for about 16 years and president for the last six. Very cool. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about your acting. That is that's very intriguing to me. Uh, yeah, I started in 1994, about 25 years ago. Okay, I've done about 90 projects as far as movies, TV shows, commercials. Very cool. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I started out with an industrial film called The Goal. Okay, and it's really weird because the title was The Goal, and I had a goal to be an actor. And you know, I've read Zig Ziglar, and I've learned how to set goals and stuff. So I set up a goal, like I did when I wanted to be the Olympic doctor. Yeah. I set up a goal, and I figured it'd be the year 2000 before I became that, but I got 96, which is good. That so, is very cool. So I follow goals, and I write them down and stuff, so everybody should do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear more about that. <laughs> <laughs> so so you set you set goals, and then your first video was the goal. The goal. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and, and my goal was to become an, an actor and be, about, and be in a movie, major motion picture, for about... About six seconds, just long enough so people know it's me. Yeah. So I can say, yeah, that's me in the background over there, yay. Yeah. But now it's 25 years later, and I've gotten starring roles and supporting roles and so forth, so it's, it's done better than my first goal. You know, once you reach a goal, you got to keep going. Yeah, you got to keep going. Yeah, keep growing, yeah. So what is your secret to actually accomplishing the goals besides writing them down? Is it taking like small, actionable steps? Or? Yeah, it is. You, you do a long-term, short-term, extended-term goals, you know, yeah, and those... They're not any particular number of years. You make them up yourself, whether if it's short-term, three years, or five years, depending on what you want to accomplish. And you just write down how to get there, different steps you have to do to get there. And that's what I did to become an Olympic team doctor, and also acting, too. And, and as far as acting, what you need to do is you start out with your mindset, like, I'd like to be an extra. Or if somebody calls you up and say, hey, you know, a bunch of us guys are filming this movie in our backyard. You know, we just got this camera for my, my birthday. You want to be in it and stuff like that so start out like that uh, get all the work you can uh, don't be too picky if somebody wants you to be an extra and there's no pain you have to travel you know three hours to get there and you know no they might feed you in that if that's all you get yeah you know, do it just keep just doing do that it. and it builds up your resume yeah yeah and even to this day if it's a good movie and somebody wants me to do a small role i'll do that i don't you know yeah if it's a good movie, I'll do it. Yeah. Like when a friend of yours says, you should travel three hours to Cedar Rapids to be on the Bandwitz Marketing Podcast, you're like, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm here. <laughs> and next spring, I'll be traveling back to Cedar Rapids and doing a movie, too. <laughs> what are you doing this? Can you talk about it? I'm, Not yet? I don't think so. Okay, well, no. we'll keep that secret. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite, What can you say what your favorite piece was that you've done? I've done 
quite a few. I really like working with the Coen Brothers. Okay. Yeah, I auditioned for the Coen Brothers many years ago for A Serious Man. And when I went up there to Minneapolis to audition for it, they took, this lady took us to a, this room and started talking about what it's like to be an extra and the etiquettes and all this stuff of being an extra. And I'm thinking, this is weird. I thought we were coming there for a particular role. So I brought headshots and her demo reel and all that. And so they said, if you have headshots and you're leaving, go ahead and put them in this basket to where we have files. And I put a headshot in for a police officer and one for a detective. Okay. I thought, you know, maybe they like me, you don't know, see my pictures, my resume and so forth. And then I was sitting at a Little League baseball game once in the summer, and I got this call on my cell phone. It was a lady from the Coen Brothers, and she said, the Coen Brothers want you to be in this movie, and we want you to be the Red Owl store manager. And I knew they get credits and kickbacks if you uh, live in, in Minnesota. You know, so I said, well, I want to tell you right off the bat, I'm about a half hour away from Minnesota. I don't live in Minnesota, so I want to tell you that right off the bat. And she says, and her exact words, I'll never forget, she says, honey, you don't understand, the Coen Brothers handpicked you. So you can live anywhere in the world you're in if you want it. Aww, I said, I'll take it. And then a few years so later, cool. I got a call from them. They wanted me to be John Goodman's body double, so I did that. So I did nine scenes Did you for, get to meet John Goodman? No, they kept John Goodman in New York City and okay. paid him the big bucks and <laughs> kept me and two other people in Minnesota okay. for two days. And I did nine scenes for John Goodman, which was Inside Lewin Davis was okay. the movie. Okay. And he played Roland. And so it was really cool about that film is that I was at home during the Golden Globes Award. Okay. And I was sitting there, my lazy boy, my wife was right next to me, and we're looking up the screen, and that film was nominated for three things, for director, best movie, and best actor. So I was sitting there, and they showed, supposed to be John Goodman in the background. Yeah, it was you? It was me. (laughs) (laughs) I said, look, Cindy, there's me. That's my scene. But I said... I made the Golden Globes, but nobody's going to know it. No. They're thinking it's going to be John Goodman playing Roland, and it's actually me. I said, so I'm getting closer. Yeah, that is really cool, though. Yeah. So I made the Golden Globes, but nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. Now they do. Now they you do. just said it. Yeah. Yeah. That is really, really cool. Yeah. Do you have any other stories that... Yeah, I did one called Best Man Down. Okay. And Tyler Labine was in it. I love Tyler Labine. Okay. And I was there for two days. And Justin Long and Shelley Long was in it, but they weren't related, aren't related. Anyway, I was doing this scene, and the gentleman that, it was, I think it was Ted Colin or something like that, who's a director, and we'd be there, and he, it would take him many, many hours just to do one scene. He'd do it over and over again, different angles, like a lot Hollywood producers would do and directors would do. So I was there at Tyrell Labine, and it was supposed to be called Lumpy, but they changed it to Best Man Down. So Tyra Labine played Lumpy, who was the best man of the bride and groom, and the groom was Justin Long. And so I was on the dance floor with my movie wife, and so we were dancing, and Tyra Labine came up to me, Lumpy, came up to me, started picking me up on the dance floor and saying, saying hey, buddy, how's it going, and so forth. So I pushed him away. Because he wasn't supposed to he be wasn't, doing that? Well, no, he's supposed to he lift me up and say, hey, buddy, how you doing? Because we're good friends in this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so he did that in the movie. And I said, oh, pretty good, Lumpy, how you, how you doing? And I was just going on and on, ab living. The director says, cut, no, you're supposed to, you're one of his best friends. You're supposed to push him away because he's drunk. Oh. And he was, he was spilling wine on the bride, and he ruined the, the cake, the wedding cake, because it was a wedding reception is what we okay. were doing, yeah. that scene. And so I said, okay. So I pushed him away. He said, yeah, you're Lumpy. Leave me alone. Then we went over, and Shelly was dancing right next to me, Shelly Long. And Lumpy went up and grabbed her, and she looked at me about this far away from each other and says, 
help me. So I looked at Justin Long. We went over there, pulled Lumpy off. Then we put Lumpy down at this table, and the director said, our goal is to keep Lumpy at that table. Don't let him up. So I was a big man, you know, on this left, there's left shoulder, and I had another guy on his right shoulder. Lumpy put his head down, then he would get up, and he'd give a halfway up, then he goes back down, puts his head down the table, gets back up about three-quarters away. He's supposed to lay his head down and then cut. Now, remember, this director would do things over and over again. So, and my goal was to make sure Lumpy stays down at the table. So when Lumpy got up, he got up, and when he went down for the second time, put his head down, he looked up, and I looked down and thought, what's he up to? <laughs> and Tara Labine got up and started running. I thought, crap, I'm supposed to not let him leave this table. So I went running after him to tackle him, and as soon as I got up and started running, the director said, cut, and everybody started laughing. That's the second take. He says, that's it. We're not doing any more. You know, that's it. <laughs> and then a friend came up to me and said, hey, I saw you in a movie on TV. I said, which one's that? He said, best man down. He said, you're throwing chairs all over the place. And I said, no, I wasn't. I haven't seen the movie. And he says, yeah. So I watched it. It's on Netflix. So yeah. I watched it. And yeah, when I got up to Chase Lumpy, I was throwing chairs all over the room just so I could get through there because there chairs and tables and oh. for a wedding reception. <laughs> and you didn't even notice that I you were? I didn't notice I did. I was so much into the character that I didn't know I was throwing <laughs> chairs. My goal was Lumpy cannot move. And when he got up, I, I think I might have said, oh, shh, <laughs> to the old crap or something. Yeah. I just took off running. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know I threw chairs until after I saw it. Oh, I was so that's into funny. it. Yeah. <laughs> so those were the really good films. So is this, so why, is this one reason why you like Making fil- like being in films is is that you? It's the stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's the stories. It's not the money. I mean, <laughs> you'd be starving, you know, being an actor here in <laughs> Iowa, you know. But I do it because I love it. It's fun. I can do different characters. I've even done a character. I co-starred a movie where I was mentally challenged. So I told this director I want to be in the movie where I was meant, where I'm mentally challenged. So he wrote this movie for me. We filmed it in Wisconsin. I was the only Iowa actor and. I've won a lot of awards with that. So I saw your demo reel, so I, I saw the, oh, the, one of the clips from yeah, that. The star. Yeah, the star. It was called yeah. The Star. And the lady that played my mother is still alive, and she's 102 right now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I do it. It's the stories. And, you know, it's, it's how people get into the characters, too. There was one, Wind Talkers. Uh, Nicholas Cage was in that. Okay. I was supposed to be in that movie, but I had to fly back to Iowa because I was, I was in uh, L.A. in the year 2000, October 2000 taking an acting class from this teacher, Joan Darling, who's an award-winning director. She, you know, she directed like MASH, Mary Tyler Moore, and Mary Tyler Moore and stuff like, you know, different shows like that. Yeah, so I was, you know, took an acting class, Joan Darling. She saw my work in the year 2000. She okay. asked me to come out there and to LA and take some classes with her, so I did. And that was a good time. That was the best thing I ever did in my life. Spent a whole month there in LA. And then when I, when I got to LA, I also did a couple movies as an extra. Okay. And Simone and, and Evolution. So I was background in that. Very cool. Yeah. Which is, you know, worked with Dave Duchovny, Orlando Jones, and a lot of different <laughs> neat people there. Yeah. So it's fun. Very cool. And it's the stories I like about, you know, about when I do a movie, I like to come back and share the stories. Oh, Nicolas Cage. I was talking about Nicolas Cage, too. So have you met Nicolas Cage? No, because I didn't, I couldn't go that. See, when I was in L.A., I auditioned for a movie called Wind Talkers. Okay. And I was supposed to get a part in there, but I had to come back to Iowa. And so with Nicolas Cage, what I learned from him is, well, actually, I didn't get the job, but a friend of mine in L.A. got the job, too. We were both, both supposed to be extras in the background. Okay. In this scene, 
And wind talkers, and that's the Navajo Indians, you know, with their language as far as World War One or Two. But anyway, there's a scene where Nicolas Cage was in this hospital, and it was like a uh, like a park or something like that. So right outside the hospital, they have their own yard. Okay. And you see people walking around with limbs cut off or on crutches, wheelchairs, and heads bandaged and all this stuff, and arms and slings. And I was supposed to be just sitting in one of the chairs as one of the patients. But a friend of mine did it, and he called me back and told me about the scene, what I missed out on. And he said, well, Nicholas Cage, when he did his part, he's supposed to get up. He was talking to a nurse about a table about this far apart from each other here, you and I. And uh, so he's supposed to get up and then be, get dizzy and then walk into a cement wall that was like five feet away. Okay. So, you know, and we use method acting, which is realism. You know, I don't, when I'm acting, I'm not Jim Brock, I'm actually the character. So what he did was he told the director, he says, what I want you to do is, since I got to get up and be dizzy, what I want you to do is I want to get a broom handle. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go right here. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to spin around the broom handle five or six times. And he knew which way to spin on the handle so he could walk this way and fall against the wall. Okay. So he spun it. And he says, and he looked at the director and he says, as soon as I get done with this, I'm going to throw the broom handle out of the scene. And we sit down, yell action, and we go. So he spun around like this and he was getting dizzy. He threw the broom handle out. And the director says, action. He got up, and he was dizzy, and he walked right into the wall, and they see that said cut. So that's what you got to do. Yeah. You know, when, when you're a method actor, you know, it's, it's like Alan Young. You know Alan Young? N- no. Okay, you're, you're too young for Alan Young. <laughs> but, you know, back when the TVs were black and white, and you had to turn the channels, and you got three channels. Well, that's what I grew up with. Sorry, but, yeah. But anyway, Alan Young, he was uh, Mr. Ed. He was Wilbur. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Mr. Ed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, he was Wilbur. Okay. Okay, he was my acting coach. Okay. And he passed away a few years ago. Okay. Uh, about 97 years old. But he was my acting coach. And he told me, he says, Jim, if you want to be funny, well, if you want to do comedy, try not to be funny. Okay. And I was like, do comedy, <laughs> try not to be funny. And he was right. If you watch these movies yeah. where, you know, these method actors, I mean, they'll do something. As soon as they come in the room, people, you're in the, you're in the audience, you start getting a smile. You know something funny is going to happen. It's so easy to laugh at these characters that come on, on the screen. And so what you do is, like he says, if, for instance, if you do a scene, Jim, and you're drunk, don't put on a, uh, a shade, you know, from a lamp and walk around that goofy dance on tables. That's not what people do when they're drunk. He says, what you do, he says, you're sitting at a table, you're at a bar, and you have to go to the restroom, and the bathroom's right down over there. And so you think, oh, my God, I don't know if I can walk. So you, th- you get up, you stand up, you hold yourself straight up. If you have a tie on, you straighten it. You do something, you look around, make sure that you're stable, because you don't want people to know you're drunk. And so you look around, you think, okay, which path can I make it to the bathroom? I go around this table, that table. So you get up, you start walking, take a little, few steps, you stop, take a few more steps. Says so that's how you do it. You know, just don't go over the top, be real. And so, and like when I was mentally challenging that one movie, The Star, you know, I've worked with people that had problems like that where challenged, you no know, mentally challenged and physically challenged. And so I worked with those people my whole life pretty much. And so I just pulled characters like the, the movie radio, mm-hmm. you know, I pulled yeah. a character from that and that's okay. how I got, you know, my, my role, you know, for, for the star and that was multi challenge. I just, and I was, I was staying in the character too. And one of the actors said, to the director, can you get Jim out of that character? He's freaking me out. Because when they would cut, you would still stay in the character. I was staying still in the character for a little while, and it was freaking this one guy out so much that he asked the director. So I said, okay, sure, I can come in and out of that character real easy. So I did. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was even watching that movie, The Star, and a friend of mine was sitting next to me. Yeah. He was watching it. He was looking at that character, and he 
looked at me, looked at the, up there again. Then a little bit later, he said, is that you? I said, yeah. <laughs> People didn't know it was me. And, wow. Which is cool. And, and one guy came to the premiere, and he said to the director, how did you find a mentally challenged adult to act so well? He says, he's not mentally challenged. He's a chiropractor. So he's, a, you know, he's, he's an actor and a chiropractor. That's the guy wouldn't believe him. He thought, he thought, no, no, he's really mentally challenged. And he's just acting that way. He's not really mentally challenged at all. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be a nice compliment to you. Yeah, when actor, I heard that, right? I thought, that was weird. But then I thought, that is a compliment. That is a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife says it doesn't take me long to get there. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Speaking of your, so you, do you have four, four children? Yes, and eight grandchildren. Four children and eight grandchildren. And one on the way. Congratulations. And then how long have you guys been married? Ah, next spring it'll be uh, 40 years. Four zero. Yeah. Congratulations. And we worked together in the chiropractic office. It's just Cindy and I. So we worked together for 30 years. So we're together 24-7 until I do my acting. Then I might be on the road for a day or something like that. But no, we're together all the time. That's Still married. Cool. Yeah, 40 years almost. That's very cool. I challenge people to work 30 years with your spouse and see if you can still <laughs> handle it. Yeah. I let her think she's a boss, so well, well, she's out there listening to me. She, she's off camera right now. I saw that face. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very cool. Well, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family, too, so my yeah. parents worked together, but um, not like that closely. Mm-hmm. I mean, they work together, but my mom also did her own thing, so too. Okay. So, yeah. But it's really cool that I wish my I wish my husband and I could do that, but yeah, he says I'm too hard to work with. So. Yeah, and I don't disagree. <laughs> she's sitting over there, so yeah, she's great to work with. Yeah, she looks great to work with. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she holds everything together, right? Yeah, yeah. So. President of the Iowa Motion Picture Association. Mm-hmm. So you, as president, you probably work with a lot of people in the industry, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. We have about 170 members. Okay. And uh, they're anywhere from directors, actors, producers. They work the crew. There's, you know, anything with the production. And what the Iowa Motion Picture Association does is we help enhance and promote filmmaking in, in a digital or, you know, any kind of video production so forth in the state of Iowa you don't even have to live in Iowa to be a member we have some people that are outside of Iowa they just want to be a member so they can learn more about it because we have workshops and then every year we have the Iowa Motion Picture Association Awards mm-hmm. it's like the Academy Awards of Iowa and this coming season it'll be uh, April 4th 4-4-2020 remember that 4-4-2020 <laughs> yeah that'll be uh, in uh, Otumwa Iowa okay okay yep it's gonna be nice yeah so what kind of off camera, we were talking a little bit about marketing that you guys do. Yeah. Live streaming has worked really well for you guys. Yeah, right? we, uh, a friend of mine, and he's also actually the vice president of the Motion Picture Association, Michael Helgens, and I, we do live screen streaming. So when I get done with this interview, I'm going, he here, he's here in Cedar Rapids, so okay. we'll get together and do some live streaming of the Iowa Motion Picture Association, plus the Golden Globes. We have a Golden Globes party, too, at the Fleur in Des Moines. Very cool. Yep, and that's going to be uh, January 5th. Okay. And what's really great is you should come to these events. It's, it's great for, you know, marketing plus meeting other people. If you're a director or an actor and want to get more involved, you know, you're there networking with other people. And that's, that's what we're all about. It's networking, helping each other. You know, there's so many people I've gotten involved into the movie industry and I help them out and, you know, get them to reach their goal too. If they want to be an actor, I 
try to get them parts in different movies and stuff too. So if yeah. they want, how, how do they find, how do they find you guys? Yes. If you go to the website, okay. www.impa.tv. Okay. So that's IMPA for Iowa Motion Picture Association.tv. You go there and you'll learn all about us. And the membership is really low. If you're a student, high school or college, it's only $10 a year. That's really And if good. you're like you and I, a professional, it's yeah. 25 a year. Which is not bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I also have, there's a small business that I have, which you can have three of your employees or anybody you want. You mm-hmm. and two other people. And I always include my wife too. You know, <laughs> another person. But you can buy three memberships for $50. Then you can be a big corporation and pay $125 and have five people under that. So when you go to the workshops or the Iowa Motion Pitch Association Awards or the Golden Globes, anything that we offer, it could be free to the membership or it's a reduced price. But the best thing is you get to mingle and meet other people in the industry. And that's what it's all about. Very nice. Very cool. Very good organization. I love it. Well, thank you for being on, Jim. I really appreciate it. I I loved watching. Well, I love watching your demo reel, which I'll link. Okay. To this video, too. So I'll link below in the information here. And there's another organization I belong to, too. Okay, what's that? It's the Iowa Independent Film Festival okay. in Mesa City. And we're a film festival, of course. And, you know, it's been growing every year. And we saw, wow, I judged about 164 movies. Yeah. And it'll be in September, around that area and next year. And can people um, they could submit? submit? Yeah, submit okay. films to that. Okay. And with that, you know, just go to the Iowa Independent Film Festival, and okay. you'll, you'll find it. Yep, and you'll see that's in Mason City. Perfect. Yep, and then submission for the Iowa Motion Picture Association for our, like the Academy Awards of Iowa. This the submission due date is February 2nd, so it's like 2-2, 2020. And you help with the judging of that? Or? I don't know. You Since don't? I'm the president, I don't even know who you the judges can't. are. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. we have a committee that selects judges, and since I'm the president... I, I do not want to know who the judges that are. I'm not the judge. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know until after until the show is there. Okay. Then it's written in our programs and who the judges were. Okay. But we have professional judges. We have two uh, tier judging. Okay. So we have professionals doing it. But we have a good committee that selects them from all over the country. Very yeah. cool. That is very cool. Uh, uh, social media channels mm-hmm. for these. Do you Instagram, Facebook? We do Facebook. Same. Okay. I will link these websites and your Facebook profile with this video. And the audio. I do have a website myself, too. What's your website? Oh, my gosh. It's so long. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll it's link a, it. It's agencyprotalent.com okay. backslash Jim B. Okay. Then, I will also link that. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on, Jim. Is there yeah. anything else that you want to mention? or? I could go on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I guess that's it for now. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on. This was, this is a joy. And it was neat to see your demo reel. And thanks. I'll also have to link that, too, so that everyone watching can see that also. Yeah. So. Keep acting. It's all about the stories. <laughs> I love telling stories and what I see on film. Well, and I love it. I, I will have to mention yeah. to everybody watching. So the cameras that we use, we we break it up. We break our scenes up every 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and I had said to Jim, I said, hold it right there. And like, you're the only person who ever, who like actually like held even your facial expression at that moment. Well, when the director <laughs> says, hold it, you hold it. Yeah, you're it. like, hold it. Like every, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so very professional. I'm trained. I'm trained. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching. If you have any questions about marketing or want to get in touch with Jim, um, feel free to follow the links below and we will see you later. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye.